Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Bob Brill. He's Eric Kramer. Welcome to Kramer and Brill, an NFL podcast and videocast. Each week we take a look at what's going on in the NFL. And during the season, we analyze your fantasy picks. Well, we're getting close. This week, we're taking a look at who you may draft at the running back and quarterback positions in your upcoming fantasy draft. Now, my esteemed colleague, former Bears and Lions quarterback Eric Kramer, and I are going to give you our top five picks on the show today, and we're going to give you the reasons why these guys are first-rounders. I know we have some duplication here, so now in total transparency, neither of us has seen the other's list. So we're going to do the running backs and the quarterbacks, and then we'll ne- next couple of weeks, we'll move on to the other positions. So uh, let's take a look at your list one by one, starting at the top. And I think I know where you're going to be based just on past experience. You do. Who do you think is going to be number one? Oh, it's got to be Patrick Mahomes, right? <laughs> I would think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the guy is freakishly talented. Uh, it's my son Dylan's favorite team back when there was no such thing as a priest Mahomes. Or priest Mahomes and uh, I'm not priest Mahomes. Priest Holmes is who he followed and then went a decade or longer before they even won three or four games in a year. And now the payoff is the new Chiefs. And so I think Patrick Holmes, I think they're going to reload after losing Tyreek Hill and uh, spread the ball around a little bit more. And uh, so that, that's what I'd start with. Well, um, you know, I, I, I think, you know, I'm, I'm right there with you. Uh, I, I don't have a, have a problem with Patrick Mahomes being number one. Uh, maybe slacking off a little bit, just based on the last couple of years. You know, he he's, hasn't been that, I don't know, the word is not exciting. That's that one. Uh, but I think he's still there. And I'm just wondering, is he going to improve from last year? In other words, is, as the corporate executives like to say, is he going to reach to the next level from where he is? Is he going to improve? Do you think so? Well, here's why I do think so, is because um, in that AFC, in that first half of that AFC championship game, as you know, prior to all of that, he was, even at his worst, he was still pretty good. However, he would not look to where he's supposed to look. And, like, he was giving up what would have been easy completions for trying to throw into double coverage on the other side of the field. Made no sense. And I think towards the latter part of that year, maybe the last four or five games of the year, he started to do exactly what he's supposed to do and started lighting it up. In the first half of that AFC championship game, it was almost on cue. Tony Romo goes, watch this. Now he's starting to you know, work his way through the progression the very first pass. There he goes, left to right across the screen and hits Tyree Kill for about a 12 or 14-yard gain just by making him the fourth guy in the progression. And so I think Patrick Mahomes is finally starting to get back into the proper fundamentals of how to play this game, which he was admittedly to himself not a fundamentally sound guy, and it's taken him this long to do that. Who's your number two? Take your pick. My, I'd go with Joe Burrow ah, because, okay. because of what 
they did with zero offensive linemen. And he's a phenomenal athlete. Doesn't get enough credit for that. He's a very cerebral guy who's not only a great athlete, but a great reader and, and deliverer of the ball. So I think you got him, Jamar Chase. You got a growing staff. We got probably one of the best running backs in the league and Joe Mixon around him. They're going to start building, obviously, their offensive line. Defense is getting better. And so I think uh, Joe Burrow, if he's not one, he's two. Well, I, you know, and I'll tell you this right up front. I do not have Joe Burrow on my top five, but that's okay. We'll get to mine in a little bit. What's your number three? I'll say Aaron Rodgers. Uh, he's still, to me, the best quarterback in the league. And, yes, they lost Devontae Adams. But there's been years they had no Devontae Adams. And he'll make whoever's around him better. Now, they didn't lose him. They lost three of the quarter, uh, receivers. And was it Scantling? And uh, now the Bears even have um, – uh, St. Brown, Equimedia St. Brown. So, but, you know, he's still got a good pack of players around him. The tight end is great. Um, and uh, so, yeah, he's going to be just fine. Yeah, I, my thing with Rodgers, and he's not in my top five either, believe it or not. I know, I know you're looking at me kind of strange at the moment. But I think over the last two years, when he came out with an attitude and that everybody wants to play with me, that's why they come to Green Bay. I don't know that that sit too well with the rest of the team. Now, his stats are still good, but, you know, his stats weren't as good as they have been. And there are some other guys who have moved up the level, uh, moved up the ladder a little bit. So that, that's kind of where I'm going. Who's your, number, who's your next guy? I'll say Josh Allen, although I could be swayed another direction. But for now, I'll say Josh Allen because here's a guy that's been doing nothing but ascending and the bills are the bills because 100% him and who they've now put around him. And, um, who's the guy that came from Minnesota that was the, uh, receiver. Um, Oh, um, um, Diggs. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Stefan Diggs. Stephon Diggs. Yeah. One of the, one of the better receivers in the league. And so Dalvin cook, one of the better running backs in the league. I mean, they're, I'm sorry, that's Minnesota. I'm talking about, Buffalo, and it's pretty much him with no running game. Uh, now that's not a running defense. game. Well, they do, but they don't. Not yet, they don't. You know, and so we'll we'll see when the season rolls around. But the guy's an unbelievable talent. Who coming out of college, everyone thought was just a talent. Well, now he's got some game to go with it. You know, and I'm there with you on that. Actually, I had him as my number three. He does it all. He stays healthy. That's one of the big things with him. A lot of these other guys don't. He has stayed healthy. And, you know, the way he runs the ball and everything, you think, okay, when's it going to happen? But, you know, much lower statistically than the other two, but the rushing element elevates him to their level and more. That's kind of the way I put it. He, he's got some better people around him this year, as you mentioned. I just think with a new running back on his team, it makes him that much more dangerous. Plus, six rushing TDs keeps him always in the mix. And for fantasy, that is a, a big one. Who's your next guy? I agree, with, I agree with you. So this would be one of two people um, for now, only because I played for them and they've got a damn good quarterback is Justin Herbert. There you go. Uh, and he's got some great people around him. They added a bunch in the offseason. I think as a team, they're light years better. They were a coach away from being a good team last year. They still have the same guy. Hopefully he's improved. But I think Justin Herbert is one of those unique players that doesn't come around very often. 
You know, and I'm right there with you. Matter of fact, I had him at my number two slot. Um, best of the young quarterbacks. And get this. He finished ahead of Mahomes in yards per attempt and passing yards. But everywhere else, statistically, everywhere else, they were right there. I mean, they're almost exact when it came to uh, statistical numbers, you know, or st- statistics. And with him and Mahomes, he and Mahomes were just that close. And I, I think you're right. I mean, I, I had him as my number two behind Mahomes. And I, I think uh, I think he is the the real He's a guy that I think everybody, if you're in a dynasty league, you really want to draft him because, you know, you're looking for a long-time future. So that who who is your your borderline guy? The... Who? who? Okay, I, well, I was going to ask you, who would you guess? I'll just tell you, Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. Because – Well, I don't even you know, have on my top five, so. Well, you talked earlier about Josh Allen being a dual threat. There's one and only dual threat real-time guy, and that's Lamar Jackson. Uh he could easily throw for 200, run for 200, and come out of there with five touchdowns, and all of them be accounted for by him. Um, so, I, I, you know, he's not, to me, um, the prototypical stand in the pocket and wing around the yard. But he's also there, – there's, there's no other Lamar Jackson out there also. Um, and, yes, Hollywood Brown's no longer there, but they have a magical way of making tight ends a centerpiece of that offense along with him – as part of the running game. And uh, so I think that Lamar is, could also be in that conversation as far as a top quarterback to take in fantasy. And see, I, I see Lamar dropping. Um, I, I, you know, he, he's still a top 10 guy. Uh, I think he's being pushed by Tyler Huntley, which is a good thing. Cause I think Tyler Huntley could be a starting quarterback for a lot of teams and has some of the same skills that um, uh, Lamar Jackson does. Uh, I just, you know, something, there's something about Lamar, uh, Jackson right now that is just not sitting well with me. And that's why I've got uh, several other people ahead of him. One of which, as we get into my guys, is Kyler Murray. Ky- Kyler Murray. Now, it depends on the core around him. Yes, I put him above Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson. Jackson may or may not rebound. Murray is like a good version of a good Jackson. And I think he's playing in a weaker division, I think, which is going to help him as well. Uh, and I think, you know, he's got some pieces around him. I think they've been working on adding more pieces. Last year they added pieces and he looked really, really good. At times, like at half the time. So they play a full 17 game schedule now. And so you got to show up for all 17 of those. And sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes the team around him doesn't. And so until he gets over that hump, um, I would not. If I was in a fantasy league, I would not be drafting him. My fifth pick, and this is going to really surprise you because of the way I talked about him last year. Who do you think this is going to be? Tom Brady? No, come on. I would never pick Tom Brady. Okay. (laughs) I don't want, Uh, I had Tom Brady on my team years ago. Russell Wilson. There you go. Bullseye. Okay. I I like Russell Wilson in the top five and above some other guys. I think he has something to prove. I think the old Russell Wilson is going to be back. There's something to be said for a new place and a new outlook on life. Happiness counts. 18 touchdowns, only two fumbles, 37 receptions. Wait a minute. No, no, no. Back off. That's a different guy. Different guy. Um, Anyway, uh, something to be said really about a new outlook on life. And I think getting there and being in Denver and, and you know the atmosphere in Denver. The atmosphere in Denver can be really contagious. 
And I think that uh, with the pieces they're putting around him and with the new ownership and everything, I think he could be top three. I really do. And I've, I, I haven't been a Russell Wilson fan for a long time. But he's not well, Seattle. Okay. So he's now going to be in the best offense he's ever been in his entire life. Yes. And they've got that outside zone running scheme that uh, uh, Mike Shanahan made go in Denver. And he's going to have the best receiving core he's ever even heard of. Now they're all playing with him. And he's got a play calling wizard in Nathaniel Hackett. So I think you're right. I think Russell Wilson has still got plenty of good years left and uh, is, is an elite thrower as well as a runner. Let's get to the running backs. And I'll, I'll start off on these. I'll go first. Now, this is not going to surprise you. And, and I, I am justifying this. You can not talk about my Pittsburgh shirt, or you can. But I think in my top five, and it's, you know, some of the, I'd say three of these guys are really top three. But I believe that this season, this season, Najee Harris is going to have that breakout year. And to me, the reason he is my number one pick for uh, running back this year is volume, volume, and volume. You know, Mike Tomlin likes to run the wheels off his good running backs. That's why Le'Veon Bell left. He didn't want that. And he's a good receiver. And I think this year, even more, he is a touchdown maker. Who's going to be throwing the ball in that offense? Doesn't matter. They're going to be handing it off to Najee Harris. If he's going to run against eight or nine guys in the box, that's, <laughs> that's what's going true. to happen. That, no, you know, we don't know. And, you know, I mean, as much as we don't like Trubisky, they seem to like him. And I think that it's going to be uh, uh, whoever's there, it, you know, because Najee's a good receiver, you know, and I think he's yeah. going to probably get, you know, he may get 100 catches this year. You know, at, at least he's, I think he's going to be in the 70 to right. 90 I mean, range. He's good enough to be, there's no doubt. He's good enough to be at the top of this list. Whether that's going to happen this year, I'm not quite so sure. But, you know, the guy that wins big in Vegas is the guy that bets it all on black. That's so, true. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I can't, I can't argue with you as far as the talent goes. The guy is supreme. My number two, and really could be number one, is Jonathan Taylor. I mean, the right. breakaway workhorse, 107 rushing first downs, and 18 touchdowns on 1,811 yards. I mean, the guy's a stud, and you know, is he's going to get volume too? He really sure. is. Sure. Who the heck's playing quarterback in in India these days? What's that? Who's playing quarterback for them this? These Matt days? Ryan. That's right. They they did pick up Matt Ryan, and uh, so you know, I think Matt Ryan's passing ability, if he's the old Matt Ryan, mm-hmm. uh, can you know open things up even more for Jonathan Taylor. But I like Jonathan Taylor as either a number one or number two. I agree with you. I mean, he's phenomenal. They got a great offensive line, run blocking especially. And, um, yeah, I mean, he was up at the top of the league last year. Had it not been for his early fumbles, he had kept – so which I think now he's corrected. And so, yeah, I love that pick. He's, he's in my top five too. Number three on my list, and this is going to surprise you too. And i tell you why, because – I like what he did last year, and I think he's going to be just as good this year. Maybe not better, but I don't think he's going to tail off. And usually that's what happens when a guy has a volume year. He has either 
a tail off or a second good year, and then he's done. And that's James Conner. Uh, sure. You know, I, I don't think last year was a fluke. I think he had something to prove in Arizona. I mean, uh, 18 touchdowns, only two fumbles, 37 uh, receptions. I think he's poised for another strong season. I like it. That's a strong pick. He's not even on my list. but I, I didn't think he would be. If, it, it would, <laughs> if it's a stealer, a current stealer, or once dreamed about being one, or was one and is tossed off to the curb, he's on your list. So no, I not necessarily. I mean, I really he's have a, reasons a, for he, these guys. He's a phenomenal running back and a phenomenal story based on what he overcame health-wise. Right. And so, I think, you know, based on last year, he proved once he got out of Pittsburgh, and mm-hmm. was given the ball and 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 everything. I, I think, you know, the 18 touchdowns just blows me away. You know, most people don't realize that, they, they, hey, that that's a lot. There's not a lot of those guys walking around. My next choice is Nick Chubb. Now, Chubb gets even more hungry this year after 1,200 yards and 12 touchdowns. And another guy, only two fumbles. Only two fumbles. He's not going to get you negative points now in, in your fantasy league. One guy I haven't heard you mention here is a guy named Derrick Henry. He's my next saving him for last. Yes. Yes. Okay. He's number five. Yeah. I, I, that, I, that surprises me about Nick Chubb. I think he's a phenomenal running back, but he's always splitting carries. And so tough to count on guys like that from week to week. Um, But yeah, I, I mean, hell he's, he's one of the top easily four or five running backs in this league. You know, the interesting thing about him, is we don't know who's going to be the quarterback. We should find out this week. I think we're going to find out this week if um, uh, Deshaun Watson is suspended and for how long. And uh, if we find that's that out. Kobe I mean, Brissett, that's the backup right now? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And and that could mean, you know, a bigger running game. And like you said, he's going to be splitting. Uh, or he has split uh, uh, carries the last couple of years. But he still, even though he split carries, he still came off with 1,200 yards and 12 touches. You know, great back. Yeah. yeah. And my number five pick, and again, any of these guys could be one, two, three, uh, Derek Henry, if he can stay healthy. Uh, there's none better at carrying the rock. And, there, and it was, he was out much of last year and he still rushed for 937 yards and uh, a lot of touchdowns, decent amount of touchdowns. And his 76 yard run, that was the second longest of all the guys in the top 20. So he's still got the speed. He's still got the breakaway. I mean, he looks like a truck running down the field, but he outruns everybody. And the biggest question is, is can he stay healthy? And I I think that's the big thing there. I think, like you, he's in a category of one. And um, the the offense centers around him. There's so much he can do. Um, The guy that I would throw in there in that little mix is Joe Mixon. And um, I think because – He was right in there with me. Well, he's he's a dynamic runner. He's a finisher. He's a great receiver. He's got a great quarterback in that offense. There's great pieces all around that team. And I think he's probably maybe the most underappreciated running back in the mm-hmm. NFL for how good he is. A lot of I mean, I remember saying this a lot last year, how he brings so much to that team as a dual threat runner. And who else did you have on your list that I didn't have? Well, I got uh, Dalvin Cook, yeah. and um, and the other name I'd throw in there, and I absolutely love him, as you know, is David Montgomery. And you know, I was Dalvin- wondering about David Montgomery. I thought he might be on your list because yeah. you know we the last time we talked, we uh, had uh, the reporter from the Bears on. We talked about Montgomery, and I know you were, you were saying some very positive things this year that you didn't say last year. So, 
Well, and now they've got a legit running game, right? So the 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 who the offensive coordinator now is bringing in that same outside zone running scheme, and they've got some athletic linemen, and uh, and especially some of these young guys. So I think over the course of this season, um, you know, th- this is a, a team that's growing. Are they going to make the playoffs this year? Highly unlikely, but. I think they've done a lot of things on a, what would you say, a molecular level where they're building some depth into the roster. They've gotten rid of some players like uh, traded. They got draft picks that they wouldn't have got had they not gotten rid of um, uh, Khalil Mack. And I think they've built a lot of pieces, a lot of depth already that we're not going to really appreciate until later this year and into next year. But I think David Montgomery is going to be the beneficiary of this new offense. You know, when going back to Dalvin Cook, I, you know, it's hard to keep him off any list because the guy just gets so productive. I mean, it's like very, very consistently productive. Um, you know, I, I didn't check his touchdowns uh, as far as that goes and his receiving, but you know, mainly he he is a runner. You know, he's he's not really a, a, a dual threat like some of the other guys are. Uh, but you know, it's just and. It seems that, you know, there's been this de-emphasis of some on the running game, uh, but now we're starting to get back to that more of an emphasis on the running game or more really dual receiver running backs. And and I, I think Donald Cook is, is, I just don't put him in my top five. I just kind of wonder when he's going to stop, you know, when he's going to hit that wall. You know, <laughs> he, he's been, what, five, has it been five years for him now? I would, it's about that time. Yeah, I yeah, think so. Yeah. And that's but, usually, that's long, long in the tooth for a running back. You well, know? I mean, he's the kind, I, I still haven't seen him slow down yet. So he's the kind of guy, if he gets a crease, that's 10 yards minimum, maybe yeah. more. And he's just an explosive part to their offense, which is really geared around him. Cool. Well, there you have it. We're going to talk uh, next time. We'll talk about the all-important receivers and the tight ends and maybe even throw in some rookies for you. Uh, That'll do it for another edition of Kramer and Brill. Don't forget to join us next time wherever you get your shows and on my Bob Brill YouTube channel. For my friend and colleague, Eric Kramer, we'll see you next time.